I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the wonderful, as always, R. Sigma. Hello! And we've got Shark Finnegan. Hello! And we're here to talk Pokemon. Well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League and nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And yeah, we're just here to hang out and have a good time. I don't know if you have you guys been up to anything cool. I've got some stuff. Yeah, but kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a little. Yeah, go. I want to hear about you. So I'm I'm just trying to find a VGC team as we're approaching the international challenge season. Oh, that's it, it's but didn't they announce like three of them already or no? They announced them for Japan. Isn't that the same thing for us? They are the same thing for us, but they haven't like officially announced them because the blueberry prologue was last month. Uh, week. And I'm, yep. I'm surprised they didn't announce it directly following it, but I guess they wait for like after the setup raid events happening. So yep. like that's we'll, fair. we'll find out before this episode airs. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I'm looking for a fun size spam team because yeah. I, I'm a sucker for Iron Crown. I like Iron Crown a lot. You can do it. I mean, it's just it's just like armor. You just run in DD and Iron Crown. You're fine. You're done. Oh, that, that's pretty much it. It's just the guys that go with it that you're one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have like absolute freedom for like I've tried versions with like Chiyu to lower their special defense yeah. down and. I actually really like this format. This format's actually a lot of this fun. This format is, like, extremely high-powered, but nothing is broken, and OU's yeah. dealing with the same thing, where yeah. everything is really strong, but nothing is overtly powerful that we need to do something about it, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at. It's like, oh, you can bring it on Darkrai, and even in singles, and it's just and it's like, fine. it's fine. It's not broken. It's like, good. Even Incineroar feels, like, fine right now. It's yeah. weird. It's like Incineroar is back. It's like, well, they, it's, it's good. It's good. Not great. This gen did a lot of work to really, I, I don't want to say nerf intimidate, but balance intimidate. I mean, they've been doing it for like years now. It just finally like stepped in. It's like, oh, yeah. the clear amulet just does, I think, the extra nail in the coffin. It's just yeah. used enough in the in VGC to give one. The inner focus buff, too. Well, that was last gen. Was that last gen? Yeah. yeah all those oh were gosh. last gen. But it's just like now really the clear amulet, I think, was just the extra step. Yeah. Clear amulet plus covert cloak just kind of pushed. Oh, yeah. yes. Those two. Yeah. Because of both of those nerf incineroar. Yeah. Oh, and Terra Ghost. Terra Ghost is the third way. Yeah. Terra Ghost. Yeah. Like you can just avoid 
fake out if you really need to. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Fluttermane is still like the best thing you can be doing, but th- honestly, that's fine because Fluttermane's still easy to take out. Yeah, Fluttermane's <laughs> oh, not yeah. even that bad. Like, like all you need is a physically offensive thing, and it will go down. Like, yeah, it's just very good. Well, it's part of the reason that like, like Landorus Incarnate is very popular still because of that. Uh, because it's like it's like it, it's, it has no weakness against Fluttermane. You could just hit it with a sludge bomb, and you're just good. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's manageable, so it doesn't matter that it's like at what sixty-ish percent, exactly percent of the meta. Exactly, who cares? You can take it down. It's not unfair. It's just really good. So, mm-hmm. yep, the format's yep. like in a really nice place, and it's yeah, it's fun. in a really good spot. It's in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shark? What have you been up to? Uh, mostly on the single side, just kind of playing either ran bats or doing draft league. Mm-hmm. One league I'm doing right now is a Uber's draft league. And yeah. this past week, uh, I made some roster changes and I picked up Mega Obama Snow because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy never gets used. Let me see how well he'll do just because it just had a weird niche that it could be used to on my team. And uh, that thing was at, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, the snow buff helps a lot. This gin. I was going to say the defense must buff for snow helps a lot of things. I think <laughs> so. It was just like just using that. I just kind of mm-hmm. led with it and just was like. Click Aurora Veil and just click, just spam just a bunch of moves. And I was, it picked up two KOs and just like <laughs> was just a general nuisance for my opponent. I'm just like, sweet. This thing is a lot of fun. Yeah. I like what they did with Snow. Mm hmm. I wish we could have yeah. gotten Frostbite too, but I like what they did with Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just it? miss playing on cart. I, we just got to get, we got to get more cart tournaments going again. Yeah, I do have some thoughts on that. Uh, we should we should talk. Like we should talk offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Because I was taking a look. Because something reminded me that uh, it is about time for something. But we'll we should see. do something. I want to do. I want to do some more like real time tournament stuff like that. I think it'd be a lot mm. of fun, even for TCG. I played a little bit of TCG this week. I didn't do a lot, honestly. Yeah, we'll probably do like a big tournament once the rotation hits. But you know. yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I really enjoy, I mean, the format right now in TCG is very good still too, so. I am happy when I'm not playing against Compay. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for rotation. I, I think rotation is going to be great just because it's going it, to, it, like, I, I'm very excited for VIP pass to just disappear. I, I'm excited to be upset that Forest Seal Stone is the most stupid card they printed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Instead of battle VIP pass. It's fine. It just means that next year, this time, we're going to be seeing a new mechanic that's going to replace V-Star, and it's fine. It's fine. It really, It's really fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, you, mm-hmm. Scarlet fine. and Violet is surprisingly not... I'm looking forward to going into Scarlet Violet only, unlike... Uh, yeah. V was a very powerful format. <laughs> yes. V was... Well, I think they do this Tag all the time. Tag Team into V was incredibly dumb. Uh, well... <laughs> Tag team in general, I think, was a mistake, but I don't want to get into that. But yeah, tag team, because <laughs> tag teams when I stopped playing, and it's just because everything became big basics again, and I don't think that's fun. It, it mm-hmm. isn't, and they made some miserable, miserable cards in that set. Exactly. In those sets. Exactly. Like the first two sets were fine, and then after that, they just kind of they 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 broke things. And yep, we're we're still feeling it. But, Absolutely. I mean, we felt it for years without having dragon cards printed because of yeah. what they broke. So, you know. Yep. Yeah, they do that on purpose now. It's fine. It's fine. 
<laughs> but yeah, I the only thing that uh I mean I, I did some nod Pokemon stuff. I, I ended my uh D and D campaign recently, so that was oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. Nice. I mean I'm, wow. I was actually like I was actually really happy to end it as like the DM. Because I was just like, oh man, because I, I 3D print like all of the bot, like the monsters and the minis and stuff like that. And so like a lot of my 3D printing as of late has just been driven by like, okay, what's next? What's, what's next session? What's next session? Uh, and now I can just 3D print whatever I want. It's kind of freeing <laughs> in that regard. So like I can just like print things and I don't have to worry about it, you know, being used for next session. Nice. Which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about. So. I, I'm very, very, very excited about it. We'll we'll see how it go, does. I mean, we're starting a new campaign in like a month, but this month off is actually very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. very, very nice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was it was nice. We we ended it. I'm happy that it's over uh, for so many reasons. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did that, and then unfortunately, I had to like make I I don't want to call it an emergency bit business trip but like a last minute business trip this week so that slowed me down a lot on a lot of things this week. Mm. Yeah. That happens. It happens. It happens. I'm not upset about it. It was just it happens. It's fine. It's fine. It was it was all right. I did get a snow day at work yesterday so that was nice. Yeah, uh, northeast got hit her. Yeah. Yeah, I got a snow day so like unfortunately they taught us how to telework so uh, I still had to do some <laughs> yeah, stuff, but that's the same thing. We had some. It was for us Monday, Tuesday was kind of like the quote snow days, but yeah, Monday it was a federal holiday, and yep. and it was just already cold. So yeah. before the snow hit for us, so literally it was like Sunday night into Monday, it snowed, but it mm-hmm. was just that you know diamond dust, super light stuff that I was gonna say, but Texas cold. doesn't have the infrastructure for that, so. Yeah, but we were prepared and we had that like, and it was already cold. So all and everything was set. So like literally it came down and then it melted away by like the af- Monday afternoon. There were still some spots that ice stuck, but it wasn't like our typical ice storms that really mm-hmm. shut things down. That's good. So that's good. People were yeah. able to go to work, but I didn't go out because I can tell work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I really. I mean, we were very fortunate. It wasn't that bad yesterday. I, I'm not exactly sure why we closed down. I think it was just that it really took until about noon for things to feel safe. Yeah. So at that point, like, who cares? Just shut it down. But I, even in the morning, I was like, yeah, that's probably not that bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I did grow up in a much snowier region, though, more akin to Sigma. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even in the snow belt. I'm like right outside yeah. of it. So yeah, I used to get hit with the lake effect snow as a kid all the time, and so I mean, I remember driving to school in like 12 inches of snow. I've only seen that once, and that was still yeah. a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so so there's two breeds of snow. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's your regular system snow, which is really thick and wet, and is like it like that's the stuff that sucks to shovel. Because, you know, you'll try to shovel it and it's just going to be heavy and it's going to suck. But then the lake effect snow, when you get it from the Great Lakes, is actually like super fluffy. And you could almost use like a leaf blower to blow it around. And so shoveling that is like nonsense. It's it's like it's fine. Like 12 inches of lake effect snow will compact down to like an inch of actual like snow on the ground if you step on it. So Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. that bad. And that was mostly what we had when I was growing up was a lot of lake effect snow, and it would dump a lot of lake effect snow on us. 
Yeah, I think that's generally what we got this 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 time for this yeah. snow. I know we're typically get the other ones if we get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. This one we're just like literally because I'm there's a couple of lakes around the DFW area and I got mm-hmm. some of that snow. So yeah, where it's just really like literally it was about maybe about an eighth of like an eighth of an inch. Yeah, quarter of an inch, and then like melted away. Yeah, but it was just still cold, and I think there's still ice. It's just been really cold for us. Colder than normal. For you guys, for sure, yeah. But we just not like the rain. We didn't get the rain that really, like, screws us over. Like, this yeah. that hit us a couple years back. Yeah, I think today it's cold, but it's supposed to warm up in, like, the next day or two over here. I think it's supposed to be the 40s next week, so. Yeah, isn't that nightmarish? Yeah. Like, and last yeah. week it was, like, zero with negative wind chill. I mean, so. I, I do also hate <laughs> January, but, like... I also get concerned about what the weather is outside and how high it is. I'm just concerned what February is going to bring. Yeah, <laughs> this I, is January. What's going to happen next month? That's yeah. when we get the worst stuff typically for us. Oh, yeah, man. Like next week is 40s, so. Yeah. There's going to be like one more big one maybe for us. That's what I assume, but. Always is. There yeah. always is. Mm-hmm. The worst is when you get it at like the end of March, but. Yeah, when they I remember one year, this was, this was a while ago though. I remember one year in April, like it was, ev- everything's like trending in spring direction, right? You know, everything's like mid forties, high, low fifties. And then there was just like one day where the high was just randomly 19. <laughs> and, like I remember this day very, very, very like vividly. It was just 19 degrees. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> the next day was fine again. Like the next day was mid forties again. So I have no idea what happened. It always there. It always finds a way to be awful weather for the baseball opener here. Yeah, <laughs> I believe we, that we will get snow after the baseball opener. Like that's just how I it believe is. that. Yeah. Oh man. Oh well. Well, this is a Pokemon podcast, so we should probably talk some Pokemon. There's some news to talk about, so we're gonna kick it on over to the news. <laughs> And in the news, uh, we've got a few things to talk about. First of all, in our po- in our Pokemon news, they appear to have started counting down to Pokemon Day, showing off the legends from each region, though we're not sure if they're actually doing it or trying to hype up Indigo Disc at the same time, and we're just going to skip uh, Yveltal and Xerneas. Yeah, who knows? Uh, these, these are great <laughs> questions. But- yeah. I, I was telling, like, I was telling you guys before the show, like, I, every time I think about it more and more, like, this, the idea that something Kalos is coming just feels stronger and stronger to me. I just think about it because it's just like, man, isn't it super weird that Xerneas and Yveltal were just kind of left out? It is very weird. Uh, yeah, it is said, weird. it's also weird that we don't have the genies in game. Yeah, uh, that is true too. Yeah, they, still- they are super relevant to VGC purposes. And getting a Trick Room Enamorous would be nice, you know? Legends know. Arceus, the paid DSC you didn't know. Uh, a little bit, though. You're not entirely <laughs> wrong, right? I mean, you I mean, could, to be... That's to why be, they're here. Otherwise, it might not be in-game. Uh, yeah. But, you know. yeah. Le- Legends Arceus... I don't know. I kind of like what they did for VGC. I, I I hear a lot of the complaints of, like, oh, man, I gotta be, play Legends Arceus to, like, get these Pokemon. And I kind of hear the complaints, but at the same time, I'm like... I'm a Pokemon fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the games. I don't know what to tell you. 
And mm-hmm. I mean, my issue is with it. getting Trick Room and Amorous because you can't. Yeah, like, but it, getting an Amorous I, is fine. Even, getting a Trick mad. Room and Amorous is miserable. <laughs> I'm not even mad about Trick Room and Amorous only because it's not super meta relevant. Yeah, but how much of that is because nobody can get it? <laughs> Uh, I don't think it has I mean, anything to do with that. Not nobody, but you know what I mean. I don't think it so, has anything to do with that. In all honesty, I think it just has to do with the fact that um, it's not as good as people want it to be. Trick Room has historically struggled anyway. I don't think Trick Room's ever won Worlds. Like, I don't think a Trick Room. I'm not sure. I think it's always been like a combination. If it has, like, yes, yeah, 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 something I, like I, a Sun Room or something like that. Yeah. I don't like think maybe Trick Room a Groudon on one with a Trick Room on the team or something. I, but that is the only instance I could think of is Primal Groudon potentially uh back then but yeah either way uh we yeah they're doing their countdown so i guess get ready i don't know if that's true or not but get ready i suspect something happens i have no clue why. Sure. I, i'm excited to see what happens yeah all right so uh in video game news uh they officially announced petra petra run like the day the show came out last week um instead yep. of the day we recorded it uh and they had a cute animation that was a retelling of momotaro uh, until Ogre Pond defiantly, you know, uh, kills all of them. And they were all murdered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to celebrate though, Sorry. there's a, uh, there's a Rotom phone case, uh, with the code, uh, Neo Rotom cover. Uh, make sure you just go ahead and, you know, use the zeros for the O's or whatever you need to do. Uh, they black mm-hmm. it out anyway. Um, and then, uh, between the recording of this show and probably the release, uh, they'll probably announce something like raids. Uh, <laughs> Um, and maybe participation prizes for the upcoming international challenges as well. So we'll see. We'll I need see. to get the, I need to do the Blaziken. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> oh yeah. Blaziken. Yeah. It's this weekend, right? The Blaziken. This is the last weekend of Blaziken. I still haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm farming Blissies. So I yeah, need some XP I, candy. I think the Blissies are more exciting than the, than the Blaziken. I, yeah. I use a lot of EXP candy. I, I yeah. need more. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to move on to Pokemon Go news then. I believe, uh, Shark, you're going to talk about some of this. The next new event they have announced is the Taken Treasures event. It'll be running January 27th through February 1st. It'll add Varum into the game as Ooh. well as some new Shadow Pokemon, uh, including Shadow Kyogre. I saw. I heard be Taken Treasures exciting. and I assumed that we were going to get like the Treasures of Ruin. But maybe I'm, no, not, no yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I no. see them sneaking in there yet, but I, I've heard that they're, they're so in the game now. But. I've heard they are in the game. <laughs> I believe that. I believe these things to be true. Uh, what else we got? And then the uh, in regards uh, related to the Sinnoh uh, Go Fest uh, or whatever, whatever it's is. called. Uh, I don't the Pokemon yeah, Day that, thing. Yeah. Oh, Sinnoh Tour. That's what it. Yeah, uh, they've announced that they're gonna give out a shiny shaman research, similar masterwork, similar to okay. what they did with the Mew and the it's not timed. Celebi and it's Jirachi. not timed. No, it's not it the time one. Forever, it's the but one. it probably will take you a year. Uh, no, that's fine. I I kind of like the idea because so I think the, it's fine. I think taking the, a year for research for a shiny mythical is perfectly fine. Well, so like you I think- still haven't finished the Jirachi. I'm still on number two of Jirachi. I still need best friends. I'm just haven't gotten there yet. I I like the idea because <laughs> the way I play Pokemon Go is very bad. Um, in terms of like being a person that plays it. Um, because, I mean, it's winter right now, so I yes. don't think anyone's playing. It so I don't I don't play during the winter. I don't play during the winter. Like from the months of essentially like November to March, I just don't play Pokemon Go. 
I turn um, it on enough to catch the new things to evolve them, and then I don't I even do that. Back off. I don't even do that. <laughs> like I just, I just won't turn it on until it gets warm enough for me to go outside and go do stuff. And uh, so, but I do like the idea of having a research that lasts forever. I do like. I never did the tour stuff, um, but I do kind of like the idea of being able to go get um, yeah, you, like a research. You pay five that, bucks and you get a uh, research that will last you like a year. That's what I Just want. Yeah. I mean, I've got yeah. the, I've got the shiny Mew one that they re redid and that's really nice. I kind of like having it so that you have some kind of goal that you're kind of working for. Yeah. It's, it's a nice thing to just have in the background. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm skipping out on this one because I reset for a shiny shaman and BDSB. So it's mm. like, oh, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to put myself through it this year. That's Karachi was miserable waiting for Kecleon to show up. I don't, sure. I fear what they're going to do this time. Sure, yeah. sure. That's kind of my fear, too, because I still haven't even gotten that far. I'm still I've been having issues getting that 20 day heart streak at times just because oh, like, I believe I that if I don't pick up the game, getting the sleep tracker has helped me because at least as long as I open the game and connect it to my thing, I always will get make sure not to forget to get the buddy. thing. So, mm, yeah, <laughs> one That's day, fair. just one more day and I'll finally get that one. Then I just That's need fair. to finish grinding uh, hearts on my Pokemon. That's fair. Uh all right, well, let's move on to uh, the TCG. Uh, yeah, for this one. Uh, nothing that much, but Paldean Fates releases this week. So oh, yay. yeah. That's like almost a set to worry about. I, it's a cool bling set. It's a cool bling set, it, though. There's a lot of good reprints in there, too. Uh, Charizard, yeah. I've heard, is in there. Like regular Charizard, not shiny Charizards. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Well, like they reprint. Oh, they got a. Wait, is there a sixth version? I think it's just the same version with uh, different uh, letters at the bottom. Like it has the Paldean set fate set code down at the bottom and stuff. Oh, okay, the, so uh, it's, like, it's oh. not a, it's not new art because I'm just like there. You've already got the three. I mean, you have one in the tin with the shiny. You have four from Obsidian Flames. There's four versions from Obsidian Flames, and I think there's two more from Paldean Fates, right? There's the promo. Oh, that's seven. That's seven. Oh, there's an art rare in the set, and there's a tin with the shiny full art. Oh, I'm glad they put the shiny full art in a tin. They they were smart about that. Yeah. Uh, they were smart I, about I that. saw it in the TCG uh TCG player email. It's like, here's what's worth buying, and it's you see the shiny Charizard tin at like twenty dollars above retail. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, right. don't get that one on the Man, I'm still market. I'm still holding Jeez. I I accidentally bought because it was in my between time of playing the TCG. I bought a uh I bought uh, one of the ultra. What are they? Called? They're probably still battle league decks. I bought the battle league deck of like the Charizard Reshiram GX tag team. Yeah, and I, st I still have that in box. Nice. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm holding that. I'm hoping that somebody, <laughs> somebody's gonna like. It's just gonna spike one day. I'm surprised at some of the prices of like the old cards that we collected back in the day. Because like when my wife and I go collect, we collect kind of hard, mm. and. Uh, so like sometimes we'll get lucky and we'll just like, you know, you know, you get lucky and you, you get a lot of hits. And the one that we got was, uh, remember the Mewtwo GX from a while back in one of the special sets? Uh, the one where it's like, it, he's still like in the cloning tank. Oh, the Mew. Yeah. The Mew yeah. 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 Remember, remember that, that one? one? Yeah. I, we pulled like four of those. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. And those have shot up a ton, man. Like the last time I checked, you said 140. Last time I checked, it was like 110. So I, wow, I'm, okay, cool. I, I, I told, I told my wife I'm holding onto those until we can sell like three of them and buy a case. <laughs> uh, cause like, I'll just, I'll just go to the, I'll go to the store and just buy a case. 
I'll do the trades no, because we don't we don't need three of them. It's not like they're playable. We'll have the one that we like. You know, we'll keep one copy. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't it wasn't like the Mew Mewtwo one. It was just a Mewtwo. no, no. It was just a Mewtwo GX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm holding that. I'm holding that. That was back forever. when art rares were uh, like one card per set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. The art rares now are insane. Like I was. I'm also really upset with how pricey some of them get, it was, considering there's so many. Like, I'm kind of okay with it, just because it only hits collectors and not players. Yeah, but like, I, I'm a little bit of a collector. I think when prices hit players, it sucks. When prices hit collectors, it's like, it's unfortunate, but yes. also... Yeah, yeah. But they that's like you want result. it to have some value, because you want to be able to be like, oh my gosh, I pulled this crazy thing yeah. out of the... You're not like, Magic wrong. the Gathering has had an issue lately where it's like, their standard cards weren't worth anything. Uh, now yeah. people are playing standard again, and it's like worth opening standard packs. But there mm-hmm. was there was a time where, it, like, they just didn't have value because wow. everything was like in collectors boosters that nobody that eventually yeah, yeah. people just didn't buy. Yeah, so no art rares are honestly the best things that have happened to trading card games for like all yes. of them that have started going that way. Like for mm-hmm. real, like it really makes the game makes the games a little more affordable, affordable. for everyone. Yeah, and then letting people. F- get the cool things that they really want to collect it or want to bling out their decks or whatever yeah so. yeah they get excited about opening packs and exactly it's great it's great yeah all right well uh finish um, this off there's like one thing yeah, i don't yeah. even know if it matters but uh you should log into tcg live if you haven't for like the last three months to get your roaring moon deck because roaring moon is like good um, it's okay I, I good is a strong word i feel like i don't know i i think it's an easy deck to play um they're there's an annoying energy in the next set that kind of like hoses yes. it, which sucks. But you know, I um, I the return of Lugia. Here we go. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. you can finish off games with your Sanchino now. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the the two new decks are not very exciting because the rumor is it's just the two decks from the Masters Finals, which are Lugia and Gardevoir. Mm. Um, so eh. womp womp. Uh, and then we got the last A spec for the March set. Um, it's a tool that lets you do 50 damage to EX Pokemon. Yay! Yay! I, I don't think it's very good. Uh, there, there are three good A specs and like Master Ball, and mm-hmm. then like I don't know, the Cape might blind play. This one is not. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I do like the. Uh, I, I'm excited for Peltian Fates. I'm excited for that. But all right, uh, just remind everybody, the survey's still up, 150 responses. That's just going to give a lecture on the history of Power Rangers on Twitch and put it on the podcast feed and everything for all of you. So uh, we're not quite there yet. So keep going. Uh, if you haven't filled it out, the links are in the descriptions and all that nonsense. Um, additionally, we'll finish out here then with uh, Puckle's Pokey Opinion. Um, which Gen 9 Pokemon do you wish was better? Um, <laughs> a lot of them, honestly. Uh, like, I feel like a lot of them just kind of get lost because paradoxes are, are one thing, right? Um, I, I, like, we didn't have this issue in Gen 7, uh, where... It's because we the, had half of the strong Pokemon and one of them was Guzzler. Uh, well, the Ultra, the Ultra Beasts, like, weren't as overpowering as Paradox, but one, there's just a ton of Paradox. Compared to Ultra Beasts, there's way more Paradox Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And, and two, the, uh... I I feel like the Pokemon that were re- released in Gen Seven were just better, or at least fit with the meta better. Right? Uh, I would say that, yeah. I yeah. was gonna say Gen Seven wasn't like super exciting, but the meta wasn't exciting, so it they kind of worked. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. There, I, there weren't a lot of good Gen 7 Pokemon outside no. of the Tapu and the Alter Beasts. No. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of the same way now, right? It's like outside of Paradox Pokemon and yeah, the uh, Treasures of. of Ruin. Um, You're not using a lot of the other ones. I mean, Armor Rouge. I think Armor Rouge and Serraledge should have gotten a little bit more. They they were very close. They were they're very, very close. Uh, like they're very close to being good. Uh, my my pick is like the loyal three in general, but like Okie Dogie is right on the cusp. Like yeah. you have an anti intimidate ability and you still can't get there, buddy. Yeah, like, I know. Well, the, the typing is kind of poop. Kind of, it works for it for the most part, but. Like now, Farigarath is everywhere because I finally found a team with an Okie Dogie, and it's like, oh, there's a Farigarath over there. What am I supposed to do to that? I, <laughs> I had the new move that like stops fake outs, yeah. like the anti priority move. Yeah. And it's like I can't use it because they have a Farigarath. Oh my gosh! I'm supposed to be able to hit the in. I'm supposed to be able to hit the stupid uh, Incineroar, and I can't. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. I completely understand. Stupid. Uh, anybody you think should be better shark? I'm trying to think because I think cause I know a lot of them would do pretty like are at least good and decent. Like one I can call out specifically is uh is Veluza. Oh uh, yeah, Veluza's not bad. I just saw I was scrolling through the list. The other uh, one I was Spide thinking Ops. was Rebaboom. Spy oh, no, shouldn't Spide be Ops better. Spide Ops is just Spide Ops is there's no you can't save it. No. It <laughs> needs a lot. Like yeah. it's isn't it weaker than Charger Bug? Charger Bug is so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weaker it's than Charger Bug. Like. Charger Bug. Yeah. like it has potential. Like Stakeout with some of its sets are like it's like it could be really fun to use, but it just doesn't have like give it some more HP and defenses, and it be kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, that's gonna be our new segment. We're gonna kick things on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to the trivia segment. Thank you for that introduction, Mark. We are going to go ahead and get right on into it. Our first question, I believe, comes from Liger. What evolution stone affects the least amount of Pokemon? I'm I'm assuming it means actual stones and not like items. That... Like evolution stone, the evolution like, stone. Like we're not using an alloy as a stone here, right? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like it needs yeah. to be called this stone, right? Like it needs to have a word then stone, right? All right. Uh, so I dawn stone. Think it's got to be shiny. Dawn, it's dawn. Oh wait, it's dawn. Dawn is the uh, one that ch- that is only work that only works on Pokemon that have um, gender specific evolutions that branch, and there's two of them. Um, so, so I wanted to make sure it wasn't the alloy. Uh, Dawnstone slash Awakening Stone, I think it's called in Japan. It's the uh, one that's used on Gallade and it's used on Snowrun to get Frostlass. 
trying to think what the oh shiny stone does shiny stone is on Minchino at least so there's three yeah I mean that's that's yeah whereas no, the dawnstone never used again there's probably something else that uses the shiny stone at this point I have no clue but um yeah dawnstone never got anything added to it so yeah no I think you're right because uh I thought it was shiny stone for two seconds but no you're right dawnstone I think makes I think sense two to me. has to be the lowest number <laughs> mm-hmm yep are, are you going dawnstone uh, mm-hmm. Dawnstone is correct. It is only used for Curly and Snow Run. I am surprised that they haven't added anything to it past its release. Like, I understand the reasoning because you have to make, like, it should probably yes. stick in the, it needs to be a gendered evolution branch. And it's it like, needs to be, well, it needs to be a branch evolution, which means that it can't be like a new Pokemon that gets it. It has to be an evolution on an old yeah, Pokemon that uses weird, it. Right. So it's hard to add new Pokemon. Like Duskstone is really easy to yeah. just give to new Pokemon, right? Uh, Dawnstone, yes, not so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, Dawnstone is only used for that. Dusk and Shiny are both next with only four each. Uh, Dusk, Shiny Stone, the ones you're, you are remembering as uh, Togetic to Togekiss. Um, you're gonna, you also have Shinchino, you mentioned. Florges uses it. Um, and who's the other one? Oh my gosh, there were two it, in, uh, there were two in Gen it 4. Rosalia. Rosarade. Rosarade, yeah. Rosarade, yep. You are correct. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's one for one. Your next question, I'm actually going to steal it from the same pile, um, is going to be from Wyatt, because I have the two of you, and I feel like uh, I'll be able to do that. Um, in Pokemon Go, there's only one Pokemon that always looks in the same direction. No Pass. that Pokemon? It's Nose Pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, because it's always It's always pointing north. north. <laughs> Uh, nose pass is correct. It always faces north, even after you stop the encounter. It does it in PLA too, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it always points. Yeah. To, actually, I think it always points towards it, Mount Coronet. But same, yes. di- same idea. Yeah, same yeah. idea. Yeah, same and, idea. and it also does north in uh uh it uh what you call it uh, uh, uh Mass, Violet, Mass, actually got yeah, the point Kitakami. north there too, which is fun. <laughs> that is cute. All right. Well, you guys are two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. This one is from Fiamon. Uh, it's Pokemon White Entry reads, Its body is as hard as bedrock. By venting pressurized gas, it can launch itself like a rocket. Who's that Pokemon? Actually, I, I after I read that, I'm like, I know who this is. I think right I know away. who this is. I, I think I, it's Poopatar. You know who it is. You know, I think yeah. it's Poopatar. <laughs> I think I I think I've read this exact entry on this show <laughs> I, I multiple was, times. I was like, I may have been looking at Dex entries for Pokemon that are pseudo legends that aren't uh aren't dragons recently. So yes. I think it's Poopatar. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Pupitar is correct. It is Pupitar. That is two points uh added on there. So that's four for three. Uh, yes, it is Pupitar. It's Pokemon Y entry reads. Its shell is as hard as a sheetrock, and it's also very strong. Its thrashing can topple a mountain. But yeah, as soon as I heard it was like, it was a pressurized gas, I'm like, that's Pupitar. That's Pupitar. That is what <laughs> yeah. Pupitar's entry I'm, is. I'm, I'm, the voice in my head is like, that's Pupitar. Yeah. That's Pupitar. That's <laughs> yeah. Pupitar. I think, I think that's Pupitar. At uh, first, that, I was yep. thinking mm-hmm. maybe it was like a Gigalith line, and then a, the gases, it's like, it's Pupitar. We're, yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you guys are four for three. Your next question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to two points here. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to ask you this question from Umbreon1080. There are seven answers here. Um, I am going to need you to give me 
uh, three for a point. If you get all seven, you can pat yourselves on the back. Um, so this is from Umbreon1080. What color are each of these seven stat boosting mochi? Oh, not no. including the binding mochi. What colors? Yes. Uh, so I think it's red. Red is orange, attack, I believe. Blue yellow, is speed. Green, blue. Reset mochi is white. I need white. you to lock these in, obviously, but like when you do it, uh, you get three I'll strikes. I'll lock in red to blue. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, no, I don't need just the color. There, uh, there's a sky uh, blue. Oh, wait. Um, by the way. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Which ones did you lock in, Shark? Red. Red is correct. That is one. Orange. Orange is not one. That is incorrect. Oh, it's not? Yep. Okay, then yeah, I think yellow, no green blue is are. one. Like, there's a sky blue. Yellow yellow and green are. Those are, uh, that's that's three, so that's one point. Um, the uh, red one is called the muscle mochi. The yellow one is called the clever mochi. The green one is called the swift mochi. And then, what did you say, Sigma? Uh, the blank mochi is white. That is correct. That is four. And then, I think there is a regular blue and a sky blue, as you were saying. Yeah, I know there's a sky blue one. Uh, uh, I believe there's a sky blue, but it does not rate. It's not a stat boosting mochi, uh, according to the list I have in front of me. It but should I be could the be speed wrong. one. Let me double map. check. Let me double check for for you here, um, uh, to make sure that the uh, the trivia is given to me correctly. Oh, there is a black. Is there? I think there is a. Is there a black? I think there is a black mochi. I think there is a black. I don't remember what that I one think is. There, uh, is there is no sky blue mochi. The sky the blue no. mochi. That you are talking about is uh, that is your second strike. Uh, the the blue mochi you're talking about is just the health mochi. Um, wait, um, so there's just one blue mochi. Did you say blue mochi then? Uh, I guess you guys didn't block lock that in, but uh, sure. I'll give that one to yeah, you. So that's blue. five. There that's should five. be at least a blue mochi. There is a blue mochi. It is a sky blue color in the sprite. It, so maybe that's confusing oh, okay. to you, but oh, okay. Uh, you, there are uh, there are two more mochi for you to choose from. Uh, to be able to lock in and get all uh all the points. So, so you've got red, orange, no, not red, yellow, green, blue, white. Yep. Hmm. There are two I more. I think there was purple and black would be the last two I can think of. Try black lock- first, I guess. I don't know. I th- doesn't really matter, does it? Because it's. It doesn't matter. It, you just have to pick which one or pick one. I mean, they both could be correct too. You don't know. This is uh, true. Let's go. Let's do black first. I, black I black is correct, black. and that gives you a six. So that's a whole. Uh, that's both points. Um, and then purple. Purple, then? purple is the seventh. So okay. you can pat yourself okay. on the back. Yep. There we go. So you, you are good there. Yes. Uh, the blue one is the health mochi, which gives you ten HP EVs. Um, the red one is the muscle mochi, which is for attack. The black one is the resist mochi for defense. The purple okay. one is the genius mochi for. Uh, special attack. The yellow one is the clever mochi for special defense. The green one is the swift mochi for speed. And the white one is the fresh start mochi, which resets all of the EVs. Ayo. There we go. All right. Um, and so that is that. I mean, you guys are doing pretty well. You guys, that's another two. So you're at six for four. Um, your next question is your base deck question as always. And if you get this right without the hint, you can, of course, get the bonus point. So this one is going to, I think this is also from Liger, um, which you guys need to go give Liger some more trivia. Um, we're going to go ahead and give you this one. This is going to be uh, what Paradox Pokemon has the highest base attack? Uh, huh. uh, hmm. So 
my first thought is jump to Coridon. Um, I don't believe uh, Coridon and Maridon are in this list, but I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're they're one of those like like the ultra beasts. Like you could say the the like Solgaleo the Luna. legends are ultra beasts. Yes. I blame like, Pokedoku cover, for this, but they but yes, aren't. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I blame the Pokedokus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which comes from Bulbapedia. So blame Bulbapedia. Ah, uh, um, I'm trying to think what the winged serpent. Uh, so my so iron thorns might be up there. I feel like it's Iron Hand. It's like Iron, Iron Hands. Hands is like all HP. Uh, it has good attack too. Don't get me wrong, but it's like all HP. A uh, lot, a lot of HP. That's it's my concern. Either Iron Hands, Great Tusk. Great Tusk was one I was thinking. Or Roaring Moon. I think it's those. Those are the three. Roaring Moon's probably have. up there too. Uh, so trying to think. Uh, Tusk, Tusk. one thirty one. I was going to say, I, I know think. Tusk is, like, relatively balanced between, like, d- physical defense as well as attack. Uh, Just trying to remember what... And HP, I think, kind of-ish. Yeah, it's like, it has the same attack, spe- uh, attack defense, and special attack, special defense, and I'm pretty sure Tusk is 131. Mm-hmm. So, Iron Hands... I know it has a ton of HP. Like, I know HP is its, like, huge stat. Uh, I know attack is probably its second stat. Um, Attack and defense. It has, like, 100-something to defense, too. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what this attack is. But no, if it's not that, then it's Roaring Moon. Let's think about Moon for a second here. Roaring Moon, I know, has a a really good speed stat, and you have to not invest fully into a jolly version of it to uh make sure that you get a speed boost on your booster energy so it's attack has to be pretty high i think you i think it has to be i i wouldn't be surprised if it was roaring moon uh, i think it ha- i think i, I was because it has more moon, stats think, than the rest of let's them think too. about it this way tusk we know has three good like it has three good stats right mm-hmm. that are above 100 like i think roaring moon Iron does not Hands have has three good stats over 100 i'm 90 percent sure that Roaring Moon has 119 speed and like a hundred something spadef. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure but it has an extra 20 points by compared. a lot. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I know you have to in like drop like 60 or 70 points where you have to go like 60 or 70 EVs so you can get a speed boost on a jolly version where you're so it's got to yeah, be just high, like Cortana. Right? So, yeah, I'd say I say Roaring Moon. I- I'm okay with this. Watch it be Brute Bonnet. Roaring Moon is unfortunately <laughs> incorrect. Uh, that that is a 139. The uh, first place is Iron Hands with 140. Wow, one point. Oh, Crydon is on this list. Uh, Crydon is at 135. Uh, oh, okay. Tied with Slitherwing at 135, and then Iron Thorns follows that up at uh, at 134. Wow, speaking of power creep, jeez, that's a lot of right. things over 130. You're oh. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, that, that's a lot that, of, that does a lot give of things you guys over six points today. You guys do have six points today. I, I'm content with this. Uh, I mean, you're still in the running, so it makes my life easier to tell everybody who's in for who what the placements are by you guys getting six this week. So, is everyone tied? Uh, uh, no. Uh, oh. 
You're tied with Shark. Uh, oh, okay. In, I mean, in for, there's in only four. I'm pretty percent. sure we reset the ladder. I, me and, yeah, you uh, reset the ladder. Yeah, so there's only like four people You reset it a few weeks ago, yeah. So mm-hmm. in our race to 40 in first place, we have Whimsicott and Seth Vilo tied with eight. In third place, we've got Jushiro and Claude Nine tied in third place with seven. And tied in fifth place, we've got R Sigma and Shark Finnegan with six. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Tune in next week for more Pokey Quiz, and uh, we will hang out. Until then, guys, we're going to kick it on over to our topic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The time for Puckles UUTC, or Ultimate Underground Tournament of Champions, is upon us once again. Join us for some exciting Smogon OU action played on Pokemon Showdown. Whether you're a veteran player or just starting out, all players are welcome to join us. Sign-ups are available on our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com and will be open through February 3rd. If you're someone looking for VGC or TCG events, we'll have some more news for you in March. Catch you on the flip-flop. Welcome to our topic. Our topic today is Top 5 and Bottom 5 Dragon Types. This is the last type episode, actually. Dun-dun-dun! If da, 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 uh, people are just like, oh man, what are you going to do after this? Don't worry, guys. We've got plans. These aren't going away. We're, we're going to have the, the top one and bottom one stellar type Pokemon next time. <laughs> 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 Number one, Terrapagos. I don't know. Like, we started before Gen 9. We started doing this before Gen 9, too. So I feel like there's we could just go back and like update some of those lists. This is true. Yeah, they're still, yeah, we did it, I know, once before with Gen 9 dropping, kind of like, oh, this is what we might put back in there, but... They happened, like, right in the middle, so... Yeah, it did happen right in the middle. Either way, we can go ahead and we We can... we still got some new guys that... We've got new ideas for new categories that aren't just types, so uh, definitely sit in for that. But we do have dragon types today, so if you're new to the show and you don't know how our top five, bottom five episodes work, uh, we're going to go around in the circle, we're going to propose somebody for the top... And we're going to propose somebody from the bottom and we're going to, you know, more or less get to a consensus where we all agree they end up on one list or the other. Today, I think, uh, I think today, honestly, we're not going to have a lot of arguments about the top five. I think we're going to just have more arguments about the bottom five. The arguments on the top five might be like, I think this thing is slightly better than this thing that deserves to be in. I think bottom five is going to be hard. There might be more contention on getting people in. I think there's more arguments of what goes in. There are a lot of good dragons. Uh, finding bad dragons. Uh, most of the dragons are pretty good. Yeah. Finding bad dragons is a little more difficult. 
Well, they don't have to be bad. Okay, let, the bottom five doesn't have to be bad Pokemon per se, right? Like, it's just, it's just like the worst versions. I mean, yes, when you're lucky in Dragon, when you're in Dragons and you're lucky enough to be like, eh, you know, it's just a less good Dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Dragon types are just generally overall design wise, play style wise, lore wise, every, like all the kind of characteristics, all of them have are like at least above average. Yes. Yes. It's just some you just might be like, you know, might just have one thing a little off and you might we can maybe push those. There's a few I can think of, but we'll see once we get started here. Well, I, I want to get started. Uh, my I, I'm going to nominate for the top first. I, I have a good I have a top and a bottom that I think we we are just not going to have to fight about any of them. OK, top five. I think Dragonite belongs there. Its name is Dragon. 100 uh, percent. It is iconic. It is the OG. It is the OG dragon. It remains relevant. Yeah, somehow it it just keeps coming back. It never gets any boosts, and yet it stays relevant. It's like, do you get a mega? No, but are you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I will say this is one I could see once we start listing off more dragons. I could make an argument this slips out of the top five. No, uh, not Dragonite. I'm not going to argue with it right now. Not Dragonite. Not Dragonite. But if we're talking about something else, I can agree with you. I think Dragonite. I, I would think a drag. I could see Dragonite slipping out for me. Not Dragonite. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say no. It doesn't deserve to be top five because it does. It really does. It's Dragonite. It, it belongs there. Now, bottom five is very easy for me. I think like what one one member of the bottom five is very easy for me. There are two members for me because I think I think this one was incredibly disappointing upon release. Um, and that is Cyclozar. Oh yeah interesting hmm i do not like okay we can talk about shed tail and that's fine but that's like it's saving grace that's like the one thing it's got is shed tail i think cyclozar is kind of disappointing do you think it should have been a legendary i don't know that it, i just one they kind of just like they didn't give us really any lore as to what's going on with this Coridon maridon situation right and, and cyclozar i was surprised they didn't give us that but yeah um yeah like they keep like Heath goes down with the Cyclozar, and there's no, there's no like, oh, the Cyclozar turned into Coridon or anything. I expected that to be the story. That's what I expected as well. I'm gonna be honest, that's where I was expecting the story to go. I expected the Coridon or the Maridon to have been Heath Cyclozar, like our our Coridon or Maridon, and then the second one to have been like the Professors or something like that. Yeah, mm. something like that. It's just very disappointing that it just didn't materialize into anything. I, I'm also a little disappointed that we can't, like, change mounts to some extent either into Cyclozar and ride it. There was a point in the game, like, before you got your yeah. ride Pokemon and you were riding on a Cyclozar for a yeah. little bit or something like that. You know in X and Y where you get, like, that, that little Skidoo section where you can ride Skidoo? Actually, question. Is there any model for riding around on a Cyclozar in-game? I think NPCs do it. There are a bike stop. I don't... I've never seen NPCs do it. They imply to do it. I do. I think they do, they don't ride it. They sit on it. Yeah, they sit on it. And it's usually like right at the town. I think uh, that's true. By, uh, what you call it? Uh, okay. The Larry's town. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. There's uh, there's like those like bike rest stops, and I yeah. See, there's like at least a couple NPCs sitting on them there. Yeah, I see the bike rest stops all the time. I just wasn't sure if there was actually like a model for. The Cyclozar. I don't know the full running animation of a person riding a Cyclozar exists, but I know at least that sitting on it is. Like, wild Cyclozar kind of just look like they're running without somebody riding it. So, 
I, I can't imagine it's that much different, but it's. I'm just used to like the giant Koridon, like curious on what it would look like. Yeah, that's got, I, I don't know. I, but I think Cyclozar's in the bottom. I, I do not think it's exciting. It does not spark joy. Um, I, I think it's a, for me, I, I just like compared to other dragon types that we have to, for contenders, I think Cyclozar is one of the most forgettable dragon types that will, that we have. That's probably true. It's, it's one that I had in kind of circled around my bottom 10. I don't know if it's going to for sure. I, I, I think I could push it out with some of the other suggestions, but I'm not opposed to it being down at the bottom for now. We can do that in the honorable mentions round. Yeah. Like when you were, when we're like, Hey, is there anything we want to nominate instead of this thing? Now that we have this list, is there anything that we can bump? Okay. So I'm putting Cyclozar there because I just, yeah, we could definitely put it there. And I think once we get, once we get a couple more in there, we can see if Cyclozar deserves to stay there. But I, I, I'm not going to fight you on putting it down there for now because, yeah, it's not like it's not exciting. It does. And like, again, you're right. It doesn't spark joy. It's just kind of fine. It's one of those fine ones where it's like, I, I'm not opposed to it being down there. But yeah, it's it's just fine. It's just fine. I don't I don't know what to tell you other than I it, it's disappointing and I wish it was better. <laughs> that That's kind of just how I feel about it. It's just disappointing. And I wish it were just a better Pokemon. All right. Well, uh, who wants to go next? You or Sigma? Um, Shark or Sigma? Who who wants to go? I'm going to nominate a bottom one first because I think it's easier. Okay. Okay. It's actually a repeat because it was on the bottom of the fire list where it deserves. Is it Turtonator? But I think it's bad here too. It's bad enough to be on all of them because it's Turtonator. It's such a disappointment. I like Turtonator though, but. I kind of like Turtonator and I don't think it deserved the hate it got in the fire list. But um, I also think in terms of dragon types. Like, as a dragon, it's worse. <laughs> like, it's more of a fire Pokemon than a dragon Pokemon. No, I think I, I think it deserves to be in this bottom five more than the fire type bottom five. I think you're probably right. Like, uh, I do agree with that. I think fire was just trying to reach for something. And uh, I, I'm I, I'm surprised that the, peop- the Pokemon we nominated first here. I think there's some way worse dragons than these two. Than the first, than Cyclozar and Turtonator. I, I, I. I, I think I think I have a lot worse options here, so I can't wait to get mine then. I, I'm excited to see what your options are for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Turnator is pretty bad. Like Turnator is pretty bad. Uh it's but I, I don't I don't think it's terrible. When I'm thinking of the worst, there's this guy and another guy. Um but Turnator is pretty bad. <laughs> what were we gonna say about a shark? I mean it's I think it's meh. It's like meh, which I think is kind of what makes the bottom five list this time. It's just something being meh. I just kind of, I like it though. I really like Turtonator. I think it's kind of cool. Just like it's designed, little spiky shell, fire, but. I mean, we don't have to put it there if you're not, if you're not okay with it. We don't have to put it there. <sighs> I, I want to throw in a couple more suggestions first and then I'm, I'll bump it out. I want to justify it out. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put it off to the side. I'll keep it there for now, but I think there's some that I can bump it. Okay. For the top, I, I'm, I'm going to go with another easy. Easy ball. It's the Pokemon that we used for years to judge what a good Pokemon was. Uh, Garchomp. Uh, actually, like that, I mean, I don't know how much I'm like, yeah, Garchomp's like a dra- good dragon type. I mean, it doesn't get Dragon Dance if that's what you're. No, 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 no. I, but like, no, no, cause like, I don't know if I, I, cause I agree with you. I'm not saying I don't agree with you, but I don't know if it's. Garchomp and Latios are what we determined what makes a good Pokemon for like years. It's like, are you as good as Garchomp? No. Uh, yeah, I just don't know if I'm doing it because of like, 
my rose colored glasses or not, right? Um, and, and the Gen 4, Gen 4 OU meta. And it's still fine. It's still a decent Pokemon, <laughs> but like it, it's right up there with Dragonite for me as being like one of. It did define, it did define speed tiers for the longest time. Like Garchomp did define speed tiers. It's like, are you faster than Garchomp? No? Okay. Well, you're probably slow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And just, I like, again, just emphasizing this is. And the typing is good. The typing is good. The typing has been great for ages. Typing's great, everything. And just the fact that it is the signature Pokemon of one of the hardest trainers in all of Pokemon. You're thinking, you're, you're correct. You're correct. To me, I would say Garchomp deserves to be on more on this list than Dragonite. I, I don't entirely disagree with you. I, I think I think they deserve to be there for different reasons and equally so. But Garchomp is for sure top five. Yeah, they're, like they're they're both the top dragons to me. Like they they are the easy picks. Yeah, those are the two easy ones. Okay, yeah, put Garchomp there. Yeah, okay. It's harder to argue for something like Baxcalibur if someone wants to try to do that. But like Garchomp's been here forever. It's I have thoughts on Baxcalibur later. <laughs> you know what? It is your turn. It is your turn, Shark. Yeah, let's see. Uh, you know, what? I'll throw it up there now. There's another Pokemon I think is an easy one later. Okay. To me, when you look at dragon types, I think of like what you know, in just pop culture, everything, just kind of what do you think about a dragon? What does it look like? What defines dragons? And I think Baxcalibur is one of the Pokemon I think that that captures that. It is basically our like Godzilla. It is just a dinosaur looking thing. I like its design a whole lot. It is one of the best designs, I think, in the in this new gen. And I think it's just a really cool dragon. It's got good, good stats, good move pulls, good. It's just, I think it's a really good dragon type. Uh, we're talking about Baxcalibur? Baxcalibur for top five. Uh, I'm average on Baxcalibur. I'm like big. Yeah, I've got, I kind of feel the same way. Actually, yeah. Big mid energy. <laughs> big mid energy on Baxcalibur. I, I appreciate they like came up with like a dragon ice type for this, but like. I, I like that it's good. I think we can beat Baxcalibur. I think we can beat it. And just design wise, it's, it's Godzilla. It deserves to be on this list. Yeah, but so is Titar. Titar did it first. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, not a dragon. I love how it glaive rushes. Godzilla is a more dinosaur dragon thing. And Baxcalibur, I think, better captures that. Yeah, but Titar is a better dragon than Baxcalibur. I feel the way about Baxcalibur being on this top list as you did about our two choices being on the bottom list. <laughs> like that's I'm like, we can definitely do better. I think we can definitely do better. I like Baxcalibur. I think it deserves to be on the top. I can understand people liking Baxcalibur. For me, it's mid. Uh, it is It is literally just a dragon uh, without wings. Baxcalibur is in the middle of the pack for me. He is definitely in the middle of the pack. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veto you, Shark. I'm going to veto you on this one, I think. Uh, what do you got for bottom, though? I'm excited for your bottom list because I think this is the harder part, in all honesty. It is. It is a challenge. <laughs> first, okay, the first obvious one that I think has to be here. I don't know why it was created. It well, actually, I kind of do, but I don't. <laughs> it did not do it well. Okay. Dialga origin form. Okay. Uh, it has to be on the bottom of the list. The origin forms are awkward. Like, both of them are awkward. Both of them are awkward. I can make an argument. Both. Uh, well, Giratina's is fine. No, Giratina's fine. Giratina's, Giratina's mid. Palkia is, Palkia's weird. But the, the uh, Dialga and Palkia's both, does, I can argue bottom. Dialga's is just worse. That, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It it is the worst one of them. It looks like he has bell bottoms on his front legs. Um, 
And it looks like it's choking on something like an eight, you know, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I was going, I was going to go for a curveball at the end and put ADP in general as one of the worst for all the horrible things they did. <laughs> I'm not opposed <laughs> to that either. Cause it's just like all three of them could like. Arceus gets the honorable mention. Like they were all awful. They did horrible things in the TCG. They look, their forms look ugly in the video games. Like. <laughs> I I feel bad. Um, I I think origin for I think origin form Dialga can take a slot. I I don't see why it couldn't. For sure that one. And just because like, what does it gain by being an origin form? It gains like spadef. It doesn't get anything. It, like it doesn't get anything useful out of it. Like Palkia gets a little bit of speed, doesn't it? Like no, it gets because let me see. No, here. Palkia gets speed. Dialga does not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's why Palkia get, could get by off the list, but I, but Dialga's literally get changes 20 attack for 20 spadef. That's it. Why? You know what you could do? Run Assault Vest. Just do something better. <laughs> like, just be good. Do something better. It, like, its ability is still the same. It's like, at least with Giratina, you get Levitate. Mm-hmm. And that makes it, like, usable with the origin form. Dialga Palkia? Not really. But Dialga for sure. Dialga Origin. Clearly the worst dragon, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. Origin, the origin forms in general... I don't have good fights against it. The way I feel about origin form, Palki and origin form Dialga, is you know, like, the biblical descriptions of angels? <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, that's how I, like, that's how, that's how, that's how I feel about them. I'm just like, I'm like, these guys are gods, and this is just, like, their true form. And I'm like, yeah, and it's supposed to look ugly, and we're not supposed to like it. That's probably that's, that's probably true. I assumed it was just supposed to be like this Pokemon, but it looks like Arceus. Um, no, 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 no. That's 100 percent because uh, if you over, if you yeah, like that, that's what they were. What they that was their design goal. If you overlay all all three of them, all three or the origin forms, it does kind of form Arceus if you overlay them all. And I, I like that. That part is the only kind of saving grace, but I don't think it's enough to save Dialga. It feels very forced. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not even sure if Giratina was supposed to be in that, like, overlaying thing. It, they retconned it. <laughs> they retconned it to make it work. No, they definitely retconned it. Like, it was not originally the thing, but they're just like, oh, Giratina kind of looks like this. Um, it's like, well, if we make Giratina work, how can we make Dialga and Palkia really put it all together? And thus we get the abominations they are. So yeah, that's my bottom. I I'm okay. That one's getting added in. I I, I hard agree with that one actually. Um. Okay. So we get to do. It's back to me. We're back in the circle. And I have somehow. Uh. Oh, it's because I clicked on Bulbapedia for other things while I was looking at the list. Um. All right. So I get another top and another bottom. So in the top. Uh. I mean, this is kind of hard now because like I think they're all kind of fun from here. But uh. I. I kind of want to do something newer than, you know, Gen 1, Gen 4, um, and step outside my comfort zone. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did. That's fair. I kind of want to go for Walking Wake. I think Walking Wake is one is the coolest of the three. I mean, you can disagree. I disagree. I, I think a water Pokemon that plays well in sun is amazingly fun. It was one that was on, like, the short list for me for nominating for top as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's very unique to have a water Pokemon that wants to play in the sun. Like, they gave it all the tools for it. I hate that it's a mythical Pokemon, kind of-ish, but legal. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like its design overall. Like, I like what it, uh, like, I see what it's trying to do, but I don't like it as a 
just a dragon type. It doesn't just it it doesn't quite get it. And I like gouging fire of that trio better. I like gouging fire's design better. I might put an argument for that one, but I I don't feel Walking Wake over in the top five. Or is there is there one of those? Th- I think Walking Wake is the best one of the three. Uh what do you? Which one do you like the best out of that three? Or do you? Or would you just not even put any of those? I like gouging fire of the three personally. Because like I, I could go raging bolt. I think it plays. I think it plays really fun. Raging bolt's fine. Like I, I prefer walking wake. Walking wake is doing more cool things. But like raging bolt, I'd be okay with. I, I don't like gouging fire. I, I would put walking wake over bolt, but I like gouging fire over the three. Because I gouging fire feels like the weakest to me. Of the three, our our lists are like flipped. I I I think its design hits better to me. Do you? I think it. I like the Raptor. I like Raptor Suicune. I like the surprise when we saw it for the first time, and it's like, wow, like it hit you. Uh, whereas Gouging Fire didn't do that. I I want one of these three on here, and I don't care which one. If we can agree on one of them, I think we should do it. Like Walking Wake and Raging Bolt both were like, wow, they went there. Uh, Gouging Fire's like, okay, it's there. I like it did nothing for me when I saw it for the first time. Whereas Walking Wake's reveal, Raging Bolt's reveal, both great. How about like a compromise and we just give them all one slot together as like that trio? I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. For yeah, I'm fine with them for now. The paradox, yeah. For now, I like yeah because I yeah they all have different unique qualities and everything. I I, I might th- I might get some other Pokemon in there, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, for now, we can put them all in there. Uh, I, I'm okay with that. We, if we can beat them, I'm okay with it. But I, I wanted something a little bit new because I feel like I feel like they're doing a good job with dragon types still. I definitely don't hate these, but it's just like I think there's a few more I would rather put in the top five. They're like top ten, it, like top ten ish. You know. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so in in top again. Um, I would like to nominate Zygarde because I think it was the coolest of Gen 6. Oh, you're doing two tops? Oh, wait. Oh, I'm on, I'm on top. I need a bottom. I need a bottom. My God. My, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, I was up until two last night. I don't know what's going on. I, 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 we could put a Zygarde in the bottom if you like. I have, I, I was going with the bottom for Zygarde too. (laughs) Zygarde dog? Are we talking about Zygarde dog? Are we talking about Zygarde dog? Zygarde complete for me. Like, it's such a disappointment. Uh, I was going to offer Cell. I was going to throw out s- the stupid little Cell form that we had to go find around Alola first, then Dog. I think Zygarde's complete form looks really cool. Its stats don't back it up. Like, wh- why does it get a million HP? <laughs> like, what? Okay, well, we can't agree on... So, for bottom, I really want to nominate uh, Altaria, like regular Altaria. I think it's kind of disappointing. Okay, I actually had this but i wasn't sure people would go for it i'm kind of okay with it i'm kind of disappointed by it it's kind of disappointing i mean i i i think it needs to exist because to be great you need to have things to compare against that aren't great no no i i like having i like having my dragonite which is like a refined dragon type uh but then i also like having i like having like my normal everyday dragon types you know what i mean I'm I'm just laughing because this feels like revenge for not being on the flying episode where Altaria was not in the top five somehow. Yeah, I don't don't get me started. We have to redo this flying episode, okay? Like this flying episode was a travesty. <laughs> Altaria's on the bottom. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm good with Altaria bottom. 
I'm not, I won't fight you on that one. I'm good with it. Because I, I legit had it. It was just like, it's just like the least looking dragon to me. I, I can't, I can't really fight against it. I'm just laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any strong beliefs towards Altaria or not. Like, I, I don't care about it. Um, I just find it. Funny. I'm good with you going down here. I think you're, uh, I think you're cute, but it's just again, not, uh, not what I'm looking for. I mean, again, it doesn't mean you're a bad Pokemon. It just means you're not a, like a bad, a good dragon type, right? Like, I could see it popping out once I put a couple more, once we get a few more in here, but yeah. I, I used to really enjoy, uh, Mega Altaria, um, for a team. Like, it was a really fun, it was a lot of fun. Captain Fluff. I liked its little captain hat. It, it was adorable. But, all oh, right, uh, who's next? I think it's Sigma. Sigma, go. You said you liked denominating, uh, newer Pokemon. I think there's a slot for, like, maybe Dragapult or Hydreigon, and I think Dragapult's cooler. Uh, Dragapult has more going for it, I think. I like one, too, but we already have, like, two that are just, like, well, we have one that was, like, we, I was the meta definer. And the honest answer is that Garchomp was the OG for that. I mean, I just like Dragapult's design of shooting little kids out of its head. I definitely think one of those two can get up there. I like its jet plane design. I lo- like, it has a lot going for it. I don't know. Do you guys remember the Smogon page for Hydreigon in Gen 5? That was my favorite. It was my favorite. Well, they would have, like, the like on the Smogon pages, they would have, like, the counters and the checks for the Pokemon to help you build your team. In this section, for counters and checks for Dragapult, because they never banned it. Or Hydreigon, you mean? Yeah. Or Hydreigon. Hydreigon, not Garchomp. Uh, for Hydreigon. Um... They uh they had a section or the counter section just said there are no counters and then they just moved on. <laughs> now they actually put stuff, but <laughs> there's a reason a fairy type exists. No, 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 no. They, they they specifically wrote there are no counters to Hydreigon. There's a reason there's a uh, there's a Gen Six art piece of Hasilbion going against a Hydreigon that they used for. Uh, I do remember. I love that art piece. That is my favorite art piece. It is a really good art piece. Uh, there, there's a reason fairy type existed. In Gen 6. Thanks, Hydreigon. No, and it and it was 100% Hydreigon. Um, who is the other one? Dragapult? I, I kind of think Dragapult's a better option than... That, that's where I was. It's like, I like its design a lot more. Yeah, I think so. I think design-wise, Hydreigon, I think, is better. But I think Dragapult overall, the fact is, it's still consistent. Like, they're very similar Pokemon, so I don't feel comfortable with both of them on the list. Yes, no, no, they're the same. I think, I think Dragapult... I don't hate Dragapult as much as I hate Hydreigon. The memory of Hydreigon in Gen 5 is... Yeah, like, Hydreigon feels like it overlaps more with Dragonite than... Yeah, I, I think Dragapult. Also, the ghost typing is really cool. I, I'm i okay with putting on the top. Are we okay with that for right now? We're going to put Dragapult. Okay, you got a bottom, though, uh, Sigma? Um, You know what? It might be time. Oh, there's so many of them, though. The, the, the unnecessary Mega Dragons. Oh... Oh, I was wondering if we were going to bring one of these guys in there. It's between, well, I don't know if it's the ones you're thinking about, because I, Mega Garchomp is like the worst defender to me, in that it didn't need to exist, and I don't know. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's a good point, though. I think one Mega deserves to be in the bottom, and I think it's between... Like, Mega Latias and Latios are also, like, pretty low on the list for me, but you got to ride on them, so they get a little bump. Whereas Mega Garchomp just never felt good. Man, I've been thinking about Mega Ampharos, okay? I, like, I like Ampharos. I think that's luscious hair. And it's also, like, is it, it's based on its, it's a pun on its name in Japanese. Its name is Denryu, which is dragon, right? Oh, that's fair. 
That, that's why it's a dragon type is because it was a pun in Japan. Um, so I let it have a, I let it slide, but I, yeah, no, Mega Garchomp is what I'm nominating. I, Mega Garchomp is pretty bad. It just never felt good to use. It, they somehow made, they, well, they somehow made, a, they somehow made a Mega that was worse than the actual Pokemon. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why it deserves to be bottom. Like Dragonite never got a Mega. Garchomp would have been fine if it never got a Mega. <laughs> no, no, Garchomp might as well not have a Mega. Like, I've seen people use Mega Garchomp a ca- like once or twice in the past, but not that often, because it just requires so much setup. Like, Mega Titar was, Mega Titar always felt redundant, but at least, like, there was kind of a reason to run it, whereas Mega Garchomp just, like, always, like, you have a better item, find it. Yeah, well, it's just that speed cut. I think with the scale shot makes it usable, but... But it never had scale shot as a mega. It never had scale shot. It never had scale shot. Like that's a nat dex thing. Never got to use it both, not unless you're playing nat dex. Yeah, that's a nat dex thing. That doesn't count. That's not real Pokemon. Okay, that's your made up. That's your made up format. Yeah, I was like, that's the only time where it's like kind of usable. But then again, it's just like, yeah, yeah. When we make up rules for it, it works out okay. It's like okay, exactly. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. I didn't think about how useless Mega Garchomp was, but let's do it. It's like I could argue any of the others, but I think Mega Garchomp is probably though. Like I said, Latios and Latios are pretty bad, but I, I liked riding on them at least. I am frozen Sceptile. Kind of, you can make some arguments to be bottom, but I like Mega. I used Mega Sceptile in draft, so I'm I like him. But so uh, for our bottom five, we've kind of closed that out now, with the exception Turtonator is kind of like a soft yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can we can still nominate and try to bump out Turtonator, right? So like Turtonator's the bar. That's where we are. That's where we are. We're yeah. I think there's still a few. I have one that I think is a big offender that deserves to be on here too. So we'll see. There, there's one I wouldn't be surprised that gets nominated that I'd be willing to back as well. So. Yeah, like Turtonator. Turtonator's the bar right now. Like that's the bar, and we still have an opening on top five. Um, and pa- Paradox Cats are kind of the bar right now too. The thing is, we all like a Paradox Cat, just. Not the same one. Not the same one. <laughs> We're all, we all like a different one. Not the same one. It's like we all agree that one of them's good. We just don't. <laughs> we just can't agree on which one. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead then. And uh, I have a top five spot that I would like to petition. I I give it's kind of similar to Polt Hydreigon. I think one of these two deserves to be there. Because to me, they're just the ones that, again, look like like true dragons the way you want them. Salamence or Roaring Moon? One of them, I think, deserves to be in the top five. I'm good with either. I have a bias towards Roaring Moon because I think it's more badass looking. You're not entire. You're not entirely wrong. Th- that's not untrue. <laughs> that's not untrue. But Salamence is still just like again. It's a more OG. I like Salamence more than Dragonite just because Salamence, you know, looks you know mm. more menacing, and I like the way that it's designed a smidge more, but. I again, I am good with either Salamence or Roaring Moon. One of them should be on the top five. I am okay with Salamence. I would be Salamence over Roaring Moon. I think you're correct about about it. I, the only problem I have with it is they're just like, what if we just made Mega Salamence again, <laughs> but better looking? <laughs> I'm okay with that, honestly. But like, what if we made Mega Salamence again, but made it like more more balanced? You know. So I, I kind of like, I kind of like Salamence over, over, uh, Roaring Moon. So I, I'm okay with putting it on there because I think it, it is almost as iconic because it, Gen 3 kind of defined the, like new trends in Pokemon and us getting, you know, more dragon types that weren't just Kingdra and Dragonite, I think is always impressive. Mm-hmm. 
And I know the Flygon fans are going to just like hate us for that, but I think I think Salamence is better than Flygon in this regard. I mean, we 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 put Flygon on the ground list, right? I hope. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, uh Did we? I hope so. I hope so. That that deserves a I could make a case for Flygon over the Paradox Trio, but that's just kind of but <laughs> but uh, we did not. We we did not. We did not. We did not put Flygon on the ground list. Uh, oh, I feel bad about that now. Oh, how'd that happen? Ooh, <laughs> Flygon's really cool. Where's a chance for Flygon to come back? We still haven't finished yet. We still have time. Uh, I don't know if Flygon beats Paradox Cats. It's okay. Uh, but I think Salamence. I think Salamence can go there. Um, do you have a do you have a bottom thing to try to upset upset Turtonator? Yes. Here we go. The another dragon that is not really a dragon. But for some reason, gets the dragon type Ultra Necrozma. Uh, uh, I like. I think Ultra Necrozma is a cool idea, and it's a it's a fine Pokemon. Good concept, poor execution. But like, yeah, I I dislike that it's locked away forever from us. Yeah, and it's just like again, just just uh, like I I just design wise, it's it's like it doesn't just scream dragon. I'm fine with like Ultra Necrozma or. Any, even some of these other Ultra Beasts, I'm fine with sneaking into the bottom. Uh, the what? No, the Ultra Beast I would, I would do over Turtonator is Guzzlord. Guzzlord's pretty bad. It is the worst Ultra Beast, I think, definitively. I think it's pretty much, yeah. I, I think definitively you can just say it's the worst. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Guzzlord could beat Turtonator for me. Like, Guzzlord is worse than Turtonator. Yeah, I'm fine putting Guzzlord. I had all, I basically Ultra Necrozma and Guzzlord as like kind of slots I wanted to put in the. Let's do let's do Guzzlord. I think I think Guzzlord should do it. Like, or, or we should all be okay with like Guzzlord over Turtonator. I'm okay with Guzzlord. Guzzlord's pretty bad. It just like it like needs something. There's a little something to put it there. Its name is Guzzlord. Let's. <laughs> Imagine you get a massive stat, but it was HP, but you're a dark dragon that has no speed. And just average attacking stats. Gen 7 stat blocks make zero sense. No Gen 7 stat block has made sense to me. With the exception of, like, Tapu Koko. Basically, it's either it's either slow or just weirdly distributed. Yes, exactly. In weird, weird numbers. That's all the ultras. Well, the ultras do that on purpose. All the base stats are prime numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Um... I guess it's back to me. We have we have full list. We have full list. It's just can we, do we want to sneak something in there that we missed? I so in my in my opinion, bottom five is perfect. Like it's Chef's Kiss. Uh, the only thing the only thing I would mention for bottom five is Dredagon, just because it's always been boring to me. It's just it's there. I'm not mad about it. I it's mid. It has always felt like Dex filler in the same way that Basculin is, which isn't exciting. That that's the only thing I'd be willing to like sneak into the list. I could throw I can make some arguments for Flapple or Artabax. So so the only thing the only thing I could do to to like throw out Paradox Cats, right? To upset Paradox Cats. Um and mostly because I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. If we want something newer, a newer dragon type, uh something that's semi interesting, I think is Reggie Drago. Ah yes, I love that the element of dragon is personified in the skull of a Charizard. <laughs> i mean i'm not against it i think reggie drago is kind of cool mm-hmm. I, that's not a bad one there i kind of like hydrapple also it's fine yeah i like if we want newer pokemon t- as well of all the apples i still like appleton more uh 
I think I Hydrapple actually like really pushes that dragon over the top. Hydrapple. I'm still surprised it was a, a dragon, not a bug, but we're not allowed to evolve into bugs. So that's just how it is. No, Hydrapple literally exists because they're just like G-Max forms aren't here anymore. So here you go. Here's the thing. No, really, though, like, think about two of the Pokemon they gave evolutions to in this DLC were, were Duraldon with two, and, and ap- apples, right? That had Gigantamax forms. Gigantamax Duraldon was only good in the DCG. In the video game, it was absolute trash. Yeah, I don't even know. I, uh, Who cares about losing 2PP? No, nobody wants to lose 2PP. I, I'm surprised they didn't do it to Colossal. I'm going to be honest with you that they didn't do any. Colossal deserved better. It should have been a train. It should have been a train. Colossal should have been a train. You know, Dawnstone, uh, my carcoal. Well, you know what? There's still a chance, actually. You know what? We still, there's still a chance it could be trained because if they did it to Hydra, if they did it to those two, Duraldon and that, they could literally just make carcoal evolve into something else that looks like a train. And someday it probably will. I, I would hope. It probably will. Yes. Uh, Colossal makes no sense to me. It's fine. Oh, one more Pokemon I forgot that. I mean, we're looking at the list. We really don't have like a legendary Pokemon. We have a bunch of pseudos. Well, that's why are we are we doing are we doing Reggie Drago over the Paradox Cats or no? I mean, I would honestly put Rayquaza. Rayquaza is really cool. Actually, yeah. Okay, you're not wrong. I'm kind of okay with this. Uh, if you're gonna, you gotta put one like real true cover art. Yeah, that's fine. I. I and Rayquaza is honestly the best look of them. Like, it's the- oh. You're not wrong. I- Okay, yeah, Rayquaza. I, I'm okay with it. That, yeah, that, that, that's perfectly reasonable. I have no issue with Rayquaza being in the top. Rayquaza belongs there, yeah. Like, the other one I'd be okay with is Maridon, but- Yeah, I think Rayquaza's better than Maridon. Yeah, I, I, I still like Coridon over Maridon, but I'm like, yeah. I prefer Coridon, but I think Maridon's gonna be like- both competitively viable and it looks cool so i think dragon type cover art legendaries is just so overdone at this point that like the first one just deserves it like here you go i mean we skipped it for like three generations uh thank god yeah we did have a good break well to be to be fair the break i think the break at gen 6 happened only because of fairy type it's like we we need a break from dragon legends and they didn't want to do z rip zygarde Coridon and Maridon are actually, like, really good dragons to come back to, compared to, like, Eternatus, which was just kind of okay. Uh, yeah, I could on- I know, I, I, I did, like, I like Sogalea Lunala, actually, like, his legendaries, I think they're pretty good. This is the next one, by the Oh, yeah, I think they were really good. Zashin is- The next one, the next one we're just gonna- Next one, uh, for February, I wanna do, like, box art legends, or, or just legendaries in general. Goodbye, Zamazenta. We respect you. <laughs> 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 you tried. <laughs> you try. <laughs> I want <laughs> Zamazenta. Zamazenta exists because they came up with an. Uh, they had an idea which was Zashin, and then just like just phoned in the rest. I mean, did they have the idea that was Zashin, or did they just play Dark Souls and say that would make a cool Pokemon? Yes. <laughs> and then they're just like, "Well, what do we do for its counterpart?" And it's like, I don't know. Well, if he's holding a sword, what about a shield? And they're just like shield dog, and they're like, "This is not good." And they're just like, "Yeah, but we gotta put it out anyway, guy." Yeah, it's like we needed something. And why don't we not give it the new body press move? Yeah, do- let's give it a defense boost, but not give it uh, anything that can utilize that. Yeah, that's that's a conversation for next month. That's yeah, that's another that's episode. Fine. 
but yeah, so we do have, I think, I think we're, I think I, I'm pretty happy with these lists now, honestly. I, I, I think so. All right. So in the top five, for those of you at home, uh, we've got Dragonite, Garchomp, Rayquaza, Dragapult, and Salamence. Uh, and on the bottom five, uh, we've got Cyclozar, Guzzlord, Origin Form Dialga, Altaria, and Mega Garchomp. Of course, you can write in next week at PucklePodcast.com and let us know what you think. I, I'm kind of excited to see what your top fives and bottom fives are, and if you could do better than us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are a lot of good nominees for top five. Uh, there there are. There are, yeah. There really are. There's even one I just remembered that we didn't even throw in, but I'm like, it's fine. I think we're fine without Gumi. Gumi's God, but no. It's fine. I think we're good. I think we're good. Noivern. I expect a lot of Noiverns in the emails. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's going to be it. We're going to kick it on over now to our Pokemon of the episode, guys. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 1009. Walking Wake, the Paradox Pokemon. This ferocious creature is shrouded in mystery. It's named after an aquatic monster mentioned in an old expedition journal. Ooh, uh, Walking Wake uh, is a dragon type. Uh, <laughs> rar. <laughs> uh, if, in case nobody <laughs> knew, uh, it's a dragon type. But it's also a paradox Pokemon. Uh, speak, it's also a past paradox Pokemon. I don't know if I should call them past, but... Um, it, ancient? Like an, oh, ancient, like the TCG. That's a good idea. Um, it's got the ability Protosynthesis, uh, which means that in the sun it just gets a 30% boost to its attack. Uh, it depends on if it's attacker speed. Speed gets a 50%, yeah. uh, uh, every yes. other stack gets 30%, so. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, it gets, uh, yeah, when it's in harsh sunlight or holds a booster energy, it's highest stat. Other than HP, mm-hmm. uh, it gets increased by thirty percent or fifty percent if it is speed. It is. So, it is easy to uh, manipulate it's either, on if you yes. get special attack or speed on this Pokemon. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, it's like ninety nine HP, eighty three attack, ninety one defense, one twenty five special attack, eighty three special defense, one hundred nine speed. Like that's pretty decent, actually. Yeah, no, it has All a good speed considered. stat. It has good special attack stat. You can you can figure out which boost you want. Um, yeah. Yep, and it's basically yeah, yeah. if you generally run this like max speed, and you invest almost all the way in special attack, you either go if you want the all speed special boost, yeah. if you want to hit harder and boost it, special attack and sun, or you pull it down uh, just a smidge and get it one stat point lower than max speed, and therefore you can get plus speed. So you're basically running a scarf. It with- it is literally. At level 100, it is one point higher in special attack. You barely have to scrape anything off of that. To level get it. 50 yeah. is the same way. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to, it's literally just. It's very you know, easy to pick which one you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Probably I also one really, of the easiest to do that with, so. I also really like that with the signature move, they found a way for it to be a uh, an ancient paradox Pokemon that gets a boost in the sun as a water type and still be able to use a water type move. Um, and, yeah, a water Pokemon that goes oh, on a Sun Team is really scary. Yeah, uh, Hydro Steam uh, is the is the signature move of Walking Wake, uh, and Hydro Steam, if used under harsh sunlight, receives a fifty percent damage boost, which instead of a fifty percent damage reduction, which is insane. And it's base eighty, so it's not like terribly strong, but you're talking one twenty in Sun plus probably an extra thirty percent another- on special attack. 
Um, well, so, I mean, you get stab in there too. So yeah, it's a lot. Oh, yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, it, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these moves lose exclusivity eventually um, on the Paradox Pokemon specifically. This one I could um, see going to Volcanion. Um, exactly, maybe. my thought. I think Volcanion, I think yeah. I think it could go to Volcanion. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Volcanion is where I could see that attack going. Uh, yep. Absolutely. If it goes somewhere else, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, will the Paradox Pokemon go to any other game ever uh, after that's Scarlet and Violet? Question. Right? I don't know. Does that uh, game have Tapu Koko? Because that's probably how you get the answer. Uh, uh, honestly, yeah. That's that's kind of how this yeah. works now, isn't it? Do, do we get Tapu yeah. Koko or do we get the Paradox Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to open I don't know. wormholes or are we going to open uh, time machines? I don't know. I, I, could see, I could see a world where maybe they'll do it. Like... I I see a time in our future where they just kind of go screw it, and they let it happen. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Tapu Koko rip. and the future Paradox Pokemon are these weird forces that aren't allowed to touch each other, or the like, world. Impacts? I I think for right wow. now, I I I don't think terrestrialization is going to last forever. You and I, I think we mentioned this. I don't know if we mentioned it on air or not, but uh, only because of things like I think mechanics will prevent Pokemon from being in the same games together. I don't know that other Pokemon will be. Uh, Unavailable in the games. Like, like I do as see. As long as, as long as terastalization is in the game, like Shedinja is not allowed. To yeah, Shedinja no longer can be in the game, right? Like it just like, can't be. That that it is really just can. a rule that exists. I, I I no, I do see I do see a world in which if they could just completely nerf Shedinja, um, mm-hmm. and they could they could be like they could add like a a caveat to Wonder Guard, where it says if you terastalize this ability does nothing, right? Something like that, like t- or like terrestrialization just shuts it gets off. Past, yeah. you know, Wonder Guard. Wonder Guard. Yeah, they can I, easily just do a little tick. Like I, that. I think, I think that's a very easy way around it, and probably a solution they've thought of. But, mm-hmm. uh, but that's assuming I, they want to keep terrestrialization too. Oh, uh, stellar yeah. would have to hit through. Yeah, stel- yeah. No, make it stellar hit through for sure. No, no one wants to run stellar attack. though. Uh, <laughs> but, but I do believe that you could very realistically, I, I very realistically at some point in the future, I think we will get all of the Pokemon or all of the Pokemon will meet each other one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Tapu Koko and, uh, Tapu Koko and Iron Hands will be friends one day. I because mean, because we're we're all we're all like counting down for this D Day when this happens, right? When when Tapu Koko meets up with these guys, but I honestly we're gonna see this in VGC like this time next year because Maridon's gonna we be might in. we might see it in May. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Maridon <laughs> Mar- Mar- gonna be let in, and we're just gonna see it. Maridon is going to yeah, be like gonna... one of the best Pokemon once it's allowed in, right? Like, yeah, and and yeah, after really after we rip is. that Band-Aid off, there's just going to be a point where they're like, oh, Tapu Koko and the Paradox Pokemon are all here now. Uh, here, have an Ultra Beast at the same time. Have a Carcana. Um, and yeah, have, like, have a really good time. Just, like, I remember playing in a tournament that yeah. was just like trying to get a gauge of like which which Pokemon, like which Ubers are like really that good, which ones aren't. And it's just like, yeah, Maridon was just way too good to let mm-hmm. allow. Oh, yeah. Rhino was even like slightly less of a mistake later on, but I mean, like Rhinon, Rhinon gets checked by its good friend Fluttermane, so it's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, it has to terrestrialize or switch out. So. Uh, but back to Walking Wake. I I, I don't yeah. want to get too off topic, yeah. but fair, fair, um, fair. Walking Wake does have a TCG card coming out in the next set, uh, Temporal Forces, and it's actually not too bad. It's like an ancient uh, Paradox Pokemon. It is a Water type card, so. Uh, you could run it with the Palkia V-Star, 
Um, there is going to be a rotation, so you are going to miss out on whatever is in E block, but I don't think that you're going to miss. Well, no, Melanie's Melanie doesn't matter, so we're fine. Yeah, uh, so it is Raihan. I'll miss you, Raihan. You get to you get to use Irida though, so that's cool. Yeah, you do get to use Irida oh, still. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, it, it, I mean, it's a decent card. I, it seems to be playing on the same gimmick of a lot of the, uh, the ancient paradox Pokemon were getting, uh, effects on the Pokemon really matter. So it does have an ability called Azure Surge. Um, and damage from this Pokemon's attacks, uh, aren't affected by effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. Um, which is fine, Great. but it, it's, uh, attack is, uh, Catharsis, C- Catharsis Roar. That's probably going to get translated to something else. Uh, for it's going to be something and- meme like it. <laughs> yeah. Amp you very much was. Yeah. Uh, a colorless, uh, two colorless and a water for 120. And if your opponent's active Pokemon is affected by a special condition, which if you have, uh, ancient booster energy on, a bonnet. on a brute bonnet, you could just do, which would play very well into an ancient deck. Uh, this attack will do an additional two 120 damage, which is 240, which is enough to take out any, like, basic EX in the game. I mean, game. it's 250 with the poison, so. Yeah, it is 250 with the poison. I didn't think about that. Uh, the That's main true. issue is you pro- and there's a new stadium that adds, like, an additional poison counter between you could You two. could play Radiant Sneasler? The, uh, uh, the main issue with that is you're playing Water Energy already, so you probably yeah. should be playing Greninja. Mm. Um, yeah, probably. You're unfortunately, right, you're right. like as much as your poison is fun, uh, I, I think if you're a water deck, you should be playing Greninja. Or if you're a deck that can be running water energy, you should probably be playing Greninja. Yeah. It's a, it's an unfortunate piece of having Greninja in the format. Well, the cool <laughs> thing about the, the booster energy too is it prevents you from getting the, uh, the condition as well. So you could have one on the Drupana and one on the, um, yeah, yeah. Walking Wake, and you could we, just not be taking damage. It's it's kind of that fun. gives you a nice little sixty HP boost. Yeah, per- it, it, this is this this feels like a budget version of uh, Roaring Moon, but uh, I mean, it's I probably it's probably water- more it's probably more wa- uh, water toolboxy than than other stuff put for it. I mean, uh, Sa- Sarda's Reese. What is it? Oh, Sada's, uh, yeah, I Sada's research it. thing is good. Yeah, with it too. Yeah, like, there there just, are a lot of what. Ancient Pokemon have a lot of good support, so ancient, uh, ancient, and honestly, future is going to get there too. I think uh, future with the uh, with the uh, new item for a spec, yeah, is, yeah, has a lot of potential. Uh, uh, if we don't all just run Guzma a spec, it's fine. I mean, getting in a getting an attachment from the great discard to all of your future Pokemon yeah. is really good. Like that yeah. is better. Th- that is better than a Guzma. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want to not play the TCG, um, you can still obviously play competitive Pokemon and, yeah. uh, walking wake is good there as well right now. Uh, it, it's yep. got a lot and of things. Pretty much in, in most yeah, go ahead, sure. it's allowed in. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's move, very uh, good. I, I, I don't know. It basically has uh, yeah, go ahead. three moves and a filler is yeah. what it does. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Hydra steam is pretty much always the po- move of choice, uh, for water. Draco Meteor is your dragon stab. Then you run Flamethrower because you're in the sun. So and it's a great coverage move for steel types that mm-hmm. try to switch in on this. Or grass types. Uh, or grass types. Basically both of those easily deal with that. And then your last move, depending on your format, is just kind of your fillerish move. You can run Dragon Pulse, Scald, Flip Turn, uh Protect. Uh protect more so in doubles. Yeah. But it, it's uh, useful. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Item-wise, it's usually it. going to be, like, a life orb, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, life orb Or booster doubles. energy in singles. But uh, in, do- specs. in VGC, is it seeing a lot of usage? I haven't paid attention, actually. It has some usage. usage. Like, if you have it a Sun is, Team, it works Pink out well. Analytics puts it at uh, 9%, which is, like... That's not bad, six. considering how it's spread... Not, that's not bad, out. actually. That's actually pretty decent. In terms of water types, it's third behind Urshifu and, and Ogre Pond, Ogre Pond I would assume, Wellspring. Yeah. I think it's probably just not as used because of Ogre Pond. That's kind of my feeling right Ogre now. Ogre Pond and Urshifu. I think Ogre like, Pond and Urshifu. Or... And then also, you more than like because again, you're if you're going to run this with a dedicated Sun team, mm-hmm. you're gonna end up having to slot in Torkoal on most, unless you're playing Ubers and you can use Coridon. So the yeah. thing is, I have seen teams that are running like Whimsicott or a Tornado. Yeah. Fire, oh yeah, the sunny if day. Yeah, if you're not gonna run Trick Room, like are... that's another option for you. Mm-hmm. Top teammates Fluttermane, <laughs> but also Whimsicott and Tornadoes for those reasons, probably yes. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you... its top teammates are Fluttermane, Incineroar, Whimsicott, Tornadus, and Torkoal. Yeah, because I am Torkoal shocked by all of it... this. Torkoal lends itself to a Trick Room team, whereas Walking Wake stats do not lend itself to a Trick Room. Yes, team. so. I, uh, I think the Whimsicott and Tornadus plays are probably better. They're, they're probably what you prefer I think to go so. for. I think so, too, because it gives you that just variability of mode if you want to trigger mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. But then you don't have to. And it lets you still use Incineroar, which is the thing, because like you lose if you run Torkoal, yeah. you don't run Incineroar. So mm-hmm. you lose all the utility that it packs. You're absolutely correct. Is it still OU? It didn't get banned, right? Yeah, it's still OU. Oh, yeah, no, it's still OU. I don't think it fell to UU, uh, hopefully. I hope. No, nope, but still OU as a speak. I, I hear Tox effects might be falling. Uh, but really? That's... <laughs> really? I missed that one. Oh, man, uh, I love looking at the OU. I mean, we're still OU. in the middle of the run. I, I, I love the Peakalytics like, for it on, on for OU. Oh, my gosh. Top teammates. Um, Torkoal. Um, yeah, with, yeah, that uh, makes sense. But gouging, fi- <laughs> gouging fire right underneath it. Um, followed by every other, uh, every other, uh, ancient paradox Pokemon. Um, and wow. you make a sun team. I'm shocked. I am shocked. I am yeah. shocked that it is just a sun team. Oh, and there's King Gambit. Yeah. And the King and King Gambit <laughs> and King Gambit. Like that's like, wow, it's run on a sun team. I am. I am shocked. Uh, and Venusaur. Uh, Venusaur makes it. Venusaur. That, also is, makes that it. is a sun team Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as well as Lilligant, but the Hisuian form, Hisuian Lilligant. I mean, that is also a, that is a sun Pokemon. It does that the same thing as Lilligant, wow. but it also it's gets like, to click close combat. In, single, <laughs> in singles, Axel. in singles, it typically just runs choice specs, though. Um, and goes Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's Walking Wake. Sun boosting its speed. That's Walking Wake. I, I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. I think it's just a cool Pokemon, but. It is. Uh, uh it yeah. is. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for our Pokemon of the episode. We are going to go ahead and kick it on over then to our mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. 
and we will typically read it on the show. All you have to do is answer anything about our uh, mailbag uh, or anything like that. Um, we typically have a question. Our question last week is, what did you think about the epilogue last week? Um, and we're excited to get into these here in a moment. Uh, but uh, of course, this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hooves! And as always, we will give out the Green Tauros badge to uh, anybody we deem worthy. Um, so with that said, uh, with that said, let's jump right into it. We got three of them. Our first email this week is going to be from Umbreon1080. Howdy who, Puckle Crew. Umbreon1080 uh, here to talk about the epilogue. I love the horror movie feel to it. Even if it was a B movie that played into some goofiness, it was creepy, but not enough to give children nightmares. The way the zombie townspeople turned on you and talked just just to go right into a chicken dance was still unsettling. The music during those scenes even starts off eerie, but then turns into this catchy, fun song with the general vibe of something that's not right. The use of poison throughout was well done. The irony of Petrant being based off of a Petra Berry is cool, since Petra Berries heal poison. <laughs> yeah. The lore of with the loyal tree uh, three is cool and rewards you for reading the details the game gives i just wish there was more to do with orgopon other than the quick interaction which can be missed in the final battle she wasn't really a factor to the story i love that the dlc also had like this completely different story from the main story of scarlet and violet by the way which is like the loyal three and the epilogue just like hits on that even harder i mean that's uh that's why it kind of I wish Petrant wasn't a mythical. I really do. I no. I mean, it's it's in the same boat as like Keldeo at this point. I know, and Keldeo shouldn't be a mythical either. <laughs> I mean, it kind of got demythicalized. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> That's fair. It'll be fine. We'll catch it one day. Yeah, we'll see it in a decade. That's what being a mythical means now. They can ignore it for a decade. I mean, it depends. It depends on what this mystery, how like how long this mystery gift lasts. I I don't think they announced like an end date for the. That means that we'll never see it again. You'll have to buy the $90 game. I'm okay, Sigma. I, I don't think that's a valid argument. Okay, I'll pay $90, okay, for a Pokemon game. You will pay $90 for one Pokemon. That is what you're saying. No, no, I will pay $90 for a Pokemon game. For a Pokemon game. People will buy the the Jirachi thing for $90? No, you're buying Petrum for $90 because you're all the other Pokemon are going to be in, all, in the other games later down the line i don't know how true that is but you you might be right like we haven't seen volcanion or marshadow for years that is what petrant is now except there's a reason not to give it because you can just come back to this game and get it for 90 dollars. <laughs> i'm okay with that i'm okay i like you you say you make this sound like a bad thing i'm really okay with that they're going to make the turtle available again at some point petrant less likely yeah, but the turtle, the turtle's not going to be nearly as cool, okay? I mean, the turtle isn't cool already. It's an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't have an anime for. You don't get, oh, man, it, the anime got delayed too? What is this? I feel like they wanted the anime out before the DLC hit, so we could care about the turtle. I don't care about the turtle. I didn't see the anime. <laughs> it didn't do anything in the story. It was useless. <laughs> All right, well, keep going, uh. Uh, I, fe I feel like it was a great conclusion for the Teal Mask and doesn't close off the rest of the generation for more stories. We got some information about Penny's family, even a tiny bit about Nimona mentioning her house staff, but nothing really of her family. There's still room to explore Arvin and the other parent. Anything is possible at this point. Well, I think I've given enough of my thoughts for now. Until next time. I just assumed the other parent was the other professor. 
I think so. I was just kind of hoping that we'd get, I don't know. They call it the hidden treasure of Area Zero, and this DLC had very little to do with Area Zero. Let's be completely honest. Area Zero felt very tacked on. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another reason why I would have preferred the mochi to be part of the actual story, but you know. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I think, I think the, I think everything with the Petra and the Loyal Three, like in its own bubble, is fine, fantastic. I think they, I, I don't know, like the DLC's connection to Area Zero, I, I think they were trying to do too much, right? With, with the, with the DLC in general. If I were rating the marquee Pokemon for DLC, the turtle's at the bottom, by the way. Like, <laughs> uh, Ogre Pond's at the top. Calyrex is like right under it. Urshapu's like whatever, or Kabupu Urshapu's whatever turtle. I don't care about the turtle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've enjoyed using it. I, I still like turtle. It takes forever because every time you send it into battle or use it in auto battle, it has to transform before it does anything. Like, it slows the game down. Yeah, I am surprised that it does have to constantly tear shift up and down, up and down. Yeah, that's the one thing that's kind of, eh. It has a special form that's kind of works like Zygarde, where it just gets a bunch of HP for the most part. It's like, there's a lot of I don't like about the turtle. Before Sigma goes on too long of a rant about Terrapagos, you you get to read this next one from Timmy C. Yeah, mochi mochi, Puckle Crew. Timmy C here. I found the epilogue to be a very entertaining time. Petrant, being the final piece to the legend of Momotaro story, was fantastic. Its typing is great, since the Gengar trio now have a new playmate. I wish its stats were distributed better, but I understand the eights. It's okay. I understand the eights. I did it until recently, because now I didn't realize it was chains. Yeah, it, it looks like the chains. That's why it's eights. Uh, and I think all the loyal three also have 88 HP as their stat. They do. They do. Yeah. Which they got from it. So that makes sense. I, I like it. I wish it was better distributed <laughs> as a Pokemon. <laughs> um, the fact that Ogre Pond roars in fury as she gets her revenge on the being that pretty much ruined her life is, was awesome. I'm glad I got to give her closure. I am not alone when I say that the Mochi Mochi chicken dance will be the New big meme for the Pokemon community. Forget doing the hokey pokey, do the mochi mochi. My favorite moment was when Kieran gets beamed in the head with one of the mochi. <laughs> Almost like Petrant didn't want to possess him at all. <laughs> and getting our old friends to connect with our new ones was a nice package deal. Overall, very fun. And worth the one to two hours of playtime. Catch you later. Keep doing what you're doing, Timmy C. Uh, I'd like to note I also like that the Petron theme is a battle theme in multiplayer. So, yay. I was worried it wasn't, and it was. So, yay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got our last email today. It's going to be from Red Metal Mantis. Do Puckle Peeps dream of shiny Mareeps? Uh, no, but we have Metallic Wooloo that we dream of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hello, Puckle Crew. I'll be honest, I haven't played the epilogue, or rather Scarlet and Violet at all. <laughs> so I'm probably the most underqualified to send this email. But I do have opinions based on what I've been seeing and I've heard about from this week's show. First of all, I think Petrarunt is the best mythical we've had in a long time. From the design of being a peach pit, with the shells looking like uh, hovering shield cannons, to it, uh, it looks like you took Tapu Koko and combined it with Cloyster and gave it a Daft Punk makeover. You're kind of right, uh, I guess. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I see it. I see it. I understand the... I see it. I understand the description, and it works out, yes. <laughs> I also like how it's not your cute, just your cute 
cookie cutter cute neopet mythical that's a minor annoyance to the legendaries a poisonous mind controlling alien ghost peach just fits the bill for an epilogue i know it's not legend celebi material which i think is how they should do gen 2 remakes but it's good enough for a self-contained five to six hour story uh five to six i think is generous for that epilogue but it's about one <laughs> it's like one to two maybe you know depending on how fast you go through the the text yeah uh, a few final thoughts before I wrap this up. One, I agree that Gen 5 remakes are difficult to make work in 2024 because it's the teenage years of Pokemon. It's like trying to re-record Thunder from the boys and girls and releasing it in this day and age. I do not get that reference, but uh, I'm sure you're correct. And two, now that you're about to finish the top and five bottom type list, which is very timely for this episode. Very good timing. Here's my idea for how to continue them. Top and bottom five Pokemon facial hairs. Uh, top five, Alolan Golem, <laughs> Mind Xiao, Tyrantrum, Mega Alakazam, King Jellicent. Bottom five, Probopass, Beartic, Cricketune, Celio, Conkulder. Uh, Probopass, Probopass should be in the top five. Poor Celio. Probopass should totally be in the top five. I was going to say Cricketune deserves to be in the top five, but there's a couple that are... Uh, Cricketune's pretty good. I, I'll give you a cricket. I hope this... But there's a couple I was looking at out of curiosity sake when we saw this email, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, G-Max uh, Kingler is an interesting... Ooh. Ooh. That needs to be up there, actually. Uh, Galarian Weezing, Mr. Rhyme. Eh. Mr. Rhyme should be in the bottom for being a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we need to evolve regular Mr. Mime now. But it actually has, like, a nice, like, perfect, you know, just the perfect little yeah. state. Like, when you think of a mustache, like, it literally has it there. Uh, Samurott has some... Chestnut kind of has more of the beard type thing going on. Swalot's mm -hmm. got these little things coming off the side. I don't know if that's top or bottom, but... Those little whiskers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of interesting ones there. Hurtier. Oh, Hurtier, actually. Hurtier and Stoutland. Maybe. Maybe. Those are some mustaches there, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've got the nice little mustache. I mean, they're in contention here. There's some contentions there. I'm like, this could be interesting, actually. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like looking like, huh, okay, okay. I'm starting to build a list here. Maybe this is happening. We, maybe, maybe we got it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is something we could do. Okay, I hope this last thing leaves you deep in thought. <laughs> Congratulations, you did. Congrats. <laughs> Red Metal Red Metal Mantis. Well, thank you. I think Red Metal Mantis gets the Green Taurus badge. Um, so mm, yeah, it's yours. Just get it. It's fine. All right. But if you uh, if you want to email us next week, you can email us next week at PucklePodcast@gmail.com. Let us know your top and bottom five dragon types. We'd love to hear from you. Additionally, uh, you can check us out on social media over at uh, Puckle Podcast, uh, at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Um, of course, you can come to PuckleDiscord.com and hang out with us on the Discord. Um, and we you can come to our streams at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. I'm either going to – I'm going to be back this week. Sorry, I, I traveled and I got very tired. Um, and so I did not do one this week. But we are going to be back next week. Uh, and once we do that, I, after we do another stream or two, I think I want to try to do a Pokemon Violet Egglock. That'd be fun. I do. So get thinking, like, what do you want to give me? I would love to, uh, I just want to get a pile of eggs and just hatch those boys up. Uh, and then of course we can go ahead and we can, uh, yeah, yeah. You can also check out YouTube at youtube.com slash buckle podcast and, uh, everything else. If you want to help support the show, one, you can go to trollandtoad.com, uh, where Paul Day and Fates, you could buy some sealed product from them over there. 
using code PUCKLEPOD5 at checkout. Additionally, you can go ahead and support us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash PUCKLEPODCAST. The $20 tier, you do get uh, the new merch we've got, the t-shirt this time. Um, if you join anytime between now and March um, and you subscribe to that tier for three months. Uh, finally, um, if you uh, – well, also you get the shows and all that other good stuff. So uh, that is it for me. So – I guess here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Art Sigma. And I'm Shark Finnegan. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower again, like I just said, uh, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.